in the high desert in the great American Southwest. I'm Art Bell. Slamming into your radio like a supercharged nanoparticle of unobtainium. My name is George Van. I'm Richard Serrett. This is Connie Willis. I'm George Norrie. Welcome to Coast to Coast Day. It's great to be here. Welcome to Coast to Coast PM, the number one unofficial Coast to Coast AM podcast. We are two brothers who analyze the world's largest overnight paranormal radio show known as Coast to Coast AM. My name is Paul, and I'm the guy that listens to this inexplicable radio show here with my brother. Hey, it's Chris. I'm the George C. Marshall to your Dwight D. Eisenhower in that it would take both of our five stars to create just one of the 10-star General J.C. Webster. <laughs> that is very true, Chris. Today, we are going to be going through the saga of J.C. Webster, the third, a.k.a. God's 10-star general. Yes, dude. I, I didn't know that you could go past five stars, but this man has gone to 10 stars. Well, you're clearly not familiar with God's army, Chris, because in God's army goes all the way to 10. All right. Dude. Very exciting. No, I don't know. I, is, is this the same God's army that our boy, uh, Joseph Coney was running or are these I think two it, different God's armies? Very different. This one is much more, uh, American nationalism. Now, if you're not familiar, uh, JC is probably the most infamous caller in Coast to Coast's history and has been on the show between 70 to 80 times over 25 years. Oh, my God. Yeah. And That's it's, incredible. It, it's a little fuzzy because I think in the recent years, some people have attempted to impersonate him, but I was able to count okay. 72 total. There may be a few extra, so that's why I did 70 to 80. Okay. Holy snap, Ola, dude. This man is prolific. Oh, uh, he's been on. There's hours and hours of content of this guy calling in that I had to weed through. Uh, this is going to span 25 years. So 1996 to 2020 is today's episode. That's unbelievable, dude. I can't believe you listened to that much J.C. Webster. It, it actually hurt my brain. This was worse than the Heaven's Gate series, dude. This was brutal getting through this. <laughs> So so what so what is this guy's deal or maybe we'll get let's get into it further in the episode. Yeah, so I don't uh, know I don't know anything about JC Webster other than what you've, you know, the few things that you told me that this is just a madman that and he calls in. It's not like Art is inviting him on, right? No, he's always calling in. It's always calling he's in. He's always calling in. Yeah, so we're going to hear from him calling in and actually getting to uh, yell at Willie Nelson here in a minute. Um, so that'll be really exciting because he was just yelling at Art's guests all the time during open lines or during call-ins. <laughs> it's great. But before we get to that, Chris, we got to go check in with our good friend Tim Banal at the Coast to Coast AM blog. Tim time. Today's article, woman accused of murdering husband claims to channel his spirit at the trial. That is very convenient that's one way to defend yourself honestly it really is uh, i'm going to channel my dead husband now my wife didn't kill me i super duper promise this is me chris i told you not to read these articles beforehand <laughs> super duper pinky promise judge you're the reaction okay oh, no oh, yeah. spoilers <laughs> all right from the article 
A murder trial in Malaysia took a bizarre turn when a woman accused of killing her husband claimed to channel the man's spirit and, in his voice, asserted that she is innocent. Dude, if the internet doesn't exist, Tim has almost nothing to talk about. Oh, he doesn't have a job. These these stories are from some insane places. (laughs) It'll be like a small village in Nepal, and it's like, dude. What? This man has, I think we've actually covered every continent except Antarctica reading from Timbadal. We may have an Antarctica one, dude. <laughs> there may have been. I should look there for that. There may have been one. Yeah. Something about penguins farting or something. I don't know, but this man, we, we have really covered every single continent. The very weird courtroom drama reportedly unfolded on Wednesday in the city of Saraban at the pre-trial hearing for Lao Sekian, who was accused of stabbing Po Seng Heap to death in January of 2020. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely her. Stabbing is like the most intimate of killings. Yeah, you really want to cause pain if you stab. Yeah. And it's and you're angry too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? To like kill somebody, stab them to death. It takes more than one. At the start of the proceeding, the woman issued an impromptu address to the courts wherein she insisted upon her innocence. Although the judge advised her that the trial had not actually even started yet, Yan had more to say as she then produced a proverbial star witness in the form of her late husband, whose spirit she claimed to be channeling. Yes. Oh my gosh, dude. In the middle of a Malaysian court, this woman just starts like shaking and gyrating. And it's like, you may ask me any question now. <laughs> my favorite is that this wasn't even the trial. The judge is like, no, no, we're not there yet. This We're just no, getting organized. Yeah, <laughs> Don't yeah, start. Don't start. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's great that you think you're innocent, but like trial hasn't started yet. Literally none of this is going to count. You need to hold yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So quoting from the woman as, as she's channeling her husband. Ho Sing Heap is speaking. You have to understand that my wife did not kill me, Yan declared before the court. Why don't you listen to me? I was fated to die. You got to believe me. Was this you, actually? (laughs) Why don't you believe me? I've been thinking about getting some uh, gender corrective surgery and uh, becoming Asian as well. And murdering your husband, apparently. And murdering my Malaysian husband. As one might imagine, the judge was unmoved by the supernatural testimony and simply set a date for the murder trial while also ordering the defendant to undergo a psychiatric evaluation in the interim. What is happening right now? I mean, the judge has to just be going wild at the bench, just like, what? (laughs) This woman is pretending to channel her dead husband. That's going in the memoir. We That's were just the memoir. We were just getting our calendars out and you know writing down when we were going to meet again. This was not yeah. what was supposed to happen. You think she did that impromptu, and her lawyer had no idea, and he's like, "Son of a bitch." I can guarantee the lawyer had no idea. <laughs> she probably was just like, "This is the perfect time." Yeah, channel my husband. <laughs> this, this is gonna be great. This is gonna work. This is gonna work. He's gonna get it. This this is gonna work. Should Yan truly be communicating with the spirit of her late husband, and she was not responsible for his demise, she may wish to have him reveal who the guilty party truly is, since simply insisting that she is innocent is probably not going to help her defense all that much. 
No, it would be pretty awesome if we did allow channeling to happen in the courtroom, though. That would be pretty intense. And everyone just starts calling, like, divination and psychics and stuff like that. And then there's, like, battles between the psychics mm -hmm. about, like, who has the stronger connection to the afterworld. And they're like, actually, I'm talking to that person, too. And they're saying you're a big, fat liar. That would make court TV a lot of fun. I mean, it's very Salem Witch Trials. I'm kind of down for it, dude. Yeah. It sounds fun. It sounds pretty fun. So maybe we should uh, work on that. Once society ends, I feel like that's a really great thing to come out of it is uh, psychics at uh, sham trials. Yeah. Psychics at sham trials. There you go. Perfect. Dude. I can't <laughs> wait. The future's looking bright. It's going to be good, baby. All right. So some housekeeping, Chris. Uh, we have an email address sent your thoughts to c2cpmpod at gmail.com or Posi Vibes. We love hearing Posi Vibes. They're our favorite things to receive. Um, find us on Twitter at c2cpmpod or on our subreddit, Coast to Coast PM. And shout out to our subreddit. There's some activity on that, actually. I was going to go through this. It's pretty fun. I'm going to have to start posting. You're going to have to start posting, dude. Come on down to the subreddit. We're getting pretty normal. Actually, it's, <laughs> pretty, mostly, it's mostly a pretty normal little subreddit. We pretty got normal. Going. Yeah. Uh, if you like the show, the easiest way to support us, uh, please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you have not already. And subscribe wherever your subscribe button is. We drop every Thursday. Uh, you can support us on Patreon as well by following the link in the show notes to get ad-free episodes, early access to episodes, episode requests that we care a lot more about. Uh, and then also there's going to be some exclusive patron content, Chris, if you want to shout that out real quick. That's right, Paul. Our <laughs> Patreons are about to get a really big surprise. That's right. We're starting the Coast to Coast PM Book Club. Woo! We're going to be starting with William Cooper's classic, Behold a Pale Horse, Paul. Now, I don't want to give too many away, but we're thinking this is going to be about a week a chapter, and Paul and I will record an episode, and then everyone can comment in on it and stuff like that. If it starts to get pretty big, I would love to kind of open it up to a, a larger Zoom community or a Discord or something where we can kind of get together and really discuss the books. But for right now, that's what you're going to get if you're a patron. Exclusive patron only, any tier you will get access to the Coast to Coast PM book club. And just, just for the record, you don't have to buy the book if you don't want to. We're just going to be talking shit and read the books. So it should be pretty well, entertaining. <laughs> so that being said, on our Reddit, I gave our Redditors a secret heads up that this was about to happen and that they can get the PDF for free. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, don't buy it. Just download the PDF. I don't know if it's worth buying. Actually, yeah. it's it's also the most stolen book in history. I think he, didn't he actually tell people to steal it and copy it and pass it around? Um, I don't know if he told people specifically to steal it. He probably definitely told people to copy it. He was a big yeah. copy guy. Yeah, big copy guy. Very into the copying of VHS tapes as well. But we digress. We'll get into that on our Patreon-only episode. Uh, lowest tier is two bucks a month. You can go sign up and get access to that um, weekly, which is very exciting. Well, let's get to our episode. So J.C. Webster the third, God's 10-star general. 
So like I said, this is going to be spanning 1996 to 2020, which is roughly 25 years. We're going to focus mainly on the art side of things because there's so much content. You know, it's mostly art, but we're also going to get into some of the George Nori calls as well, because that's going to complete the stories that we're going to be tying up today. Now, JC is allegedly a Christian fundamentalist who was anointed by God with a new revelation and has a compound from which he runs his organization, which is called the Christian Legion Against Media Pornography, a.k.a. CLAMP. <laughs> what a great acronym. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. We're going to clamp down on these pornographers. Now, he also has a partner named Edna. So if anyone's familiar with JC, you probably are familiar with Edna as well. So we're actually going to be getting through her entire story today, which is very exciting. Ready to share it with you, Chris. It's going to be awesome. How much fact is there in the J.C. Webster story that you've been able to pin down? Uh, none of I none of this can be pinned down. Uh, Clamp can't find evidence that it exists. Compound can't find evidence that it exists. This seems to exist solely in arts realm. We'll get through um, at the very end the little bit of internet presence that J.C. does have, but it is relatively limited. Okay. All right. Cool. That's what I wanted to know. Yeah. All right, Chris. Let's uh, go. Also, as a, as a heads up, JC is uh, super sexist, racist, homophobic, Islamophobic, uh, and is also a militant Christian nationalist, and all these things are blatant. <laughs> so that's just a warning. Heads up. That's what's going to be happening today. <laughs> the coast-to-coast -coast PM trigger warning. Yeah, just a lot of – and it's not subtle, so uh, it's, it's going to be great. So let's get into um, JC's first ever call back in 1996 into coast-to-coast -coast with Art Bell. This is the first call that you can find. This is the very first call, and it's actually pretty normy compared to what he turns into. All right, let's see. West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Good morning. Hello, Mr. Bell? Yes. All right, I got a couple things to say for you. I need to have some clarification on the fact that you don't believe you're, you're, you're talking about the government covering up UFOs and how they're trying to deceive us. And you're always talking about that. Then you try to come on and double talk us by saying that you don't think we're responsible for the government. No, I, I say that uh, we are the government. Wait, what make up your mind? What do you mean we are the government? If we are the government, then why would they hide things from us? It is not out of control. Our government is a great and beautiful thing. And people like you who try to tear down and who try to, to rip down the foundations of our nation by, by purporting... Bigfoot. I mean, I can't believe you. Bigfoot. You're a grown man and you're taking this serious. I love What Bigfoot. is wrong with you? I love Bigfoot. Oh, you know, don't get smart with me. You're just, you and your UFO nonsense, you're crazy. I, li I wish Bigfoot were my dad. Oh, you know what? Bigfoot is of the devil, if he is anything. Ah, here it we is, go. It is demonic doings. That demonic, to demonic doings. What's that? From the devil, right? As you are. And that's all they call the other night. You are Satan's mouthpiece. Satan's mouthpiece. I'm going to guess we're going to hear that a couple of times, right? And Satan's mouthpiece and the phrase from the devil also um, are oh, known, yeah. known JC little terms there. Yeah. But yeah, oh, no overall, doubt. he doesn't seem that completely insane on the first call. It's just like kind of a quack, right? Nothing too crazy. Well, yeah, it's so funny because like you said, he's probably definitely a rightoid right mm -hmm. like definitely a man of the right it's funny how pro-government he is that is something that is is a little goofy about him but he loves the american government 
and yeah. like trusts the government and doesn't like people talking bad about the government. Um, that is so fascinating because that has completely reversed in the last, well, I guess 40 years almost. Yeah, but also don't expect JC to follow any sort of like mainstream or mainline views of conservatism or Christianity. He is right. all over the place. It's constant yeah, okay. chaos with him. All right. So, but we are kind of developing a JC belief system. Yes. Right. Yeah. And 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 we kind of see it right here. It's goofy that he's talking about Bigfoot because Bigfoot is of the devil, mm-hmm. not necessarily because Bigfoot doesn't exist. Yes. Yeah. That is a great point, actually. Uh, it's 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 bad because it's of the devil. Right. And That's the same the thing with UFOs. They're mm-hmm. of the devil. Yes. And so you shouldn't be talking about them. He's not really saying whether or not they exist, but he hates that the government that art is saying that the government is hiding stuff from us because we have a great government mm-hmm. that wouldn't hide anything from us. Yeah. So let's get a little more into uh, his yeah. love of the government and hate of people who don't trust it. He actually calls in to complain about Richard Hoagland, who we just did an episode on. The rest of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hi. Yes. Hello. Is this Mr. Art Yes, it is. I always want to make some comments about the, the fact that your guest was that Mr. Hogan was using the bombing as another platform to say that we shouldn't trust the government. Exploiting this tragedy, just using those victims as another further point to bring down our government. It's people like him that are responsible for the terror attacks that we have going on. You can hear it in his voice. And it's either there are Martians on a Jupiter moon, little creatures crawling up out of there. He didn't, he didn't say that. in the Bible. He didn't say that. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He said there are Martians under the surface of Mars. That too. There is no, there are no life on Mars. They, they sent a probe, and they have not found a thing. And the fact that you're letting this go on is blasphemy. There's nothing in the Bible about people on Mars. I am compelled to do it. I must do it. I'm trying to have a serious conversation with you. I know this. Well, I hope you know that I'll be protecting your program. <laughs> Art just starts playing Satan voice. <laughs> Dude, that became Art's favorite thing to do because JC's voice is so distinctive yeah, that Art knows begins, it immediately. He knows immediately when he calls in, and then Art just starts blasting his Satan voice out. <laughs> yeah. To troll him. So was this after the Oklahoma City bombing? Is that what he's talking about? No, no, because this would have been in um 96. OKC would have been in 94. So Googling it, there are actually a number of bombings that occurred. There was a Centennial Olympic Park bombing. There were a bombing at the Brookings Tower. Um, there are quite a few different options here in terms of what he was referring to. But okay. basically, he was mostly mad about Hoagland, I think, saying that there's Martians when the Bible didn't say it was. Right. Yeah. Well, that's very frustrating. It is. It is. It's super lame for him. Yeah. So, so okay. This man loves the Bible mm-hmm. and he loves the American government. That's about how far we've gotten so far with them. Okay. All right. And did not like Richard Hoagland. But to be fair to JC, I wasn't a big Richard Hoagland fan. <laughs> we have something in common. And, uh, you know, I don't really, uh, that's a point for him. The evidence was thin for Hoagland, for sure. So yeah. 
let's get into JC's new revelation, which he he shares in 1996 for the first time. And he's also going to get into uh, why he hates Canada in this uh, in this little spiel. <laughs> so that's great. that's two, dude. That's two <laughs> things we have in common. And and the Lord has charged me with with clamping down because I am seeing my country being destroyed. Does God tell you what to do? No. Does God tell you what to do? I have communications with the Lord, yes. Directly. Direct, yes, I do. And so, so God, you are God's agent, he and you need a new revelation, and I am a, a new a, a revelation of the new revelation. The new revelation. That is correct, and that we will create a new world, not a new world order, mind you, because and, and the way you are are comporting with your Canadian friends, who are are clearly an arm of the English. And you see, I have, I know what what they are planning to do. What do you think? What do you think they're going to do? The Canadian aggression is fairly obvious. Canadian aggression? Yes, because when in conjunction with Mexico and Spain, who consider, because they lost these territories in the early formations of the year, they are plotting to get them back from us. All enemies of America, they are cavorting with the Russians to take away our sovereignty as a nation through the New World Order, through the United Nations, because they want this land back. How about that that land grab that Clinton just did? All right, well, that's it. That's it. That's all I can handle. Dude, JC making a lot of sense, dude, especially at the time. This NATO nonsense, definitely big Europe, dude. Definitely big Europe's fault. The UK and Spain and Portugal trying to get us to mash up all together, get rid of all of our, our boundary lines. He's making a lot of sense here, Paul. Yeah, that's exactly what NATO was and yeah. is. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Just no more, no more boundaries. Anti-boundaries. No more NATO boundaries. Is. Oh, and not NATO. I meant NAFTA. I'm the North American Free Trade Agreement. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> that's NATO. closer. At yeah, least that's it's a reduction closer. of economic boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what? I'm yeah. I'm okay with that thinking, dude. You know, the, they still got the queen on their money, Paul. They do. We they can't do. trust the Canadians. They we can't trust the Canadians. <laughs> All right, let's not malign. We've done this before. We we have Canadian listeners. It's a wonderful place. I'm not going to speak um, ill of Canada. Listen, I we'll, we'll, okay. We'll we'll make a difference between the Canadian people and the Canadian government. He mentioned though that he is anointed for the new revelation. Yes. So let's let's hear a little bit more about what the new revelation is, right? Because that's going to be pretty important here. What new, what new revelation? The one that I am receiving from the Lord and the new commandments. That Your that, revelation. Oh, new commandments. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is really cool. What are the new commandments? Well, uh, God and I are working on the new commandments in chorus together. We've been working for some time because the, 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 the people have ignored the Ten Commandments. So we are much closer to, to keeping the people in mind by giving specific, such as you shall not smoke, thou shall not fornicate, thou shall not do drugs. Thou shalt not worship the devil. Thou shalt not listen to rock and roll music. Thou shalt uh, not be a part of the new age. Really? Thou shalt deny the new world order. Oh, and and these are going to be laid down in the new revelation. Oh, and, 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 and now, wait a minute. I am wait a, a minute. part of. Wait a minute. No rock and roll. JC's been watching or listening to a lot more preachers. He's he's developed much more of a, a of a especially kind of a evangelical southern baptist tradition of preaching with the way the and i the lord said that that the revelation said and that the the lord said no rock and roll music and no smoking 
Yeah, and I think what we're seeing here is that he's he's slowly developing a character as he calls in. Right. Because I think he's getting positive feedback. It was clearly right. entertaining on the call. So, he, yeah, he keeps kind of adding layers. And I think you're right. Like, he started bringing in that old, like, fire and brimstone yes. revival tent preacher man. Right. Yes. And that's exactly the cadence he's doing on, on this. Yeah, yeah, you're totally right. It's a, The character is evolving. Mm-hmm. Are at this point, is the theory that this is a man who truly believes what he's saying when he calls in, or is this a person just playing a bit like uh, J.O. did? So a lot of people are torn about this. Uh, even to okay. today, they are torn about whether JC is real or not. Um, we're about to get to a point where he actually, Art invites JC to be a guest on the show. <laughs> And he brings him on as a guest. Uh, and even some of the callers then are like, this is this has to be fake. Like, this guy can't be serious. But then some people do take him seriously. Um, and today, it's the same thing. My contention is, is that this is all a giant bit. This is none this of this is real. He doesn't bit. believe what he's saying. He's just he's playing a part. Yeah, he's not doing a terrible job, though, like keeping the the strings connected. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've had callers that couldn't do it you know, through a, a minute and a half phone call, right? I mean, it would it would have to be hard to keep the bit in place for years. For 25 years. And yeah. the, the strings do fray a bit, especially okay. near the end. But right. I think you are definitely correct uh, here at the, at the front end. He maintains a bit across multiple calls for years, um, yeah. much more so than, than many people are able to do, for sure. Well, it, he has two main poles that the mm -hmm. American government is always right. And that the Bible is always right. Mm -hmm. And anything not in contention with those two things is bad in the devil or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's a bad thing. That's a great point. It's like in Westworld where you have like your keystone memory, right? You have to have exactly. your keystone opinion when you call into Art Bell yes. or, you know what I mean? It's yes. just like, this is the thing that's going to ground me. Everything's yes. coming back to it. <laughs> it it's, my life in politics has become that way where it's just like, I just care about like two things. And then I, if you care about those two things, then we're friends. If you <laughs> don't care about those two things, then I don't care about any other, your belief systems. We're not going to be friends. Well, you know, who was trying to become friends with JC Chris was Art Bell as he invites him to be a guest on the show. No, he did a whole guest segment with him. Yeah. So let's jump into when he actually invites JC. So JC had just called in. So this was JC calling in and yelling at Art. And then Art's like, what if you stuck around for a little bit? And we had some callers talk to you. Oh, my God. So he has a caller talking to other callers. That's basically what's going to happen. But this is the introduction of it. Okay. This entire conspiracy that you've been brewing. You know what I'm going to do on. for you? You know what I'm going to do for you? What? I am going to, I'm going to do something that I... I promised myself I would never do, but I'm going to do. How would you like to be, for a period of at least 30 minutes, Yes. how would you like to be a guest on the program? I would, that would be fine. I mean, you could express your ideas in a way that you never have previously had enough time to do. You could answer callers' questions. You could, in effect, be a guest. Fine with me. I'm all the better to spread the new revelation. Really? Yes. Oh, my God, dude. If, if Art had any corporate owners or sponsors or anything like that they must have gone nuts well when they I mean, heard that they were going to give this guy 
30 minutes. The thing is, this was 96, though. You know, I don't know if you can get away with it today as much. Right. But in 1996, right. dude, uh, whatever. Wild West, man. It's 1 a.m. in the morning. Who cares? <laughs> Insane people listening already. Yeah, whatever. And he's so, probably already gotten away with so much at this point that it's like, yeah, guys, the 10 star general of God. Sure. Yeah, him, just let him 30 on. minutes. <laughs> So uh, he he gets on and then Art talks to him for a little bit and JC is mostly yelling about how Art Bell is like a pornographer and is of the devil and is the mouthpiece of the devil and stuff like that, which we, we've already heard all, all that nonsense. So right. Art then opens his lines and lets callers call in and talk directly to JC. So uh, we have our first caller who calls in and he's there to actually defend Art and talk about why he actually likes Art. West of the Rockies, you're on the air with JC. Hi, Art. This is Cynthia from um, JC. I'm a I'm a Christian too, and how are you? And I look at Art Show as a great open forum to discuss. Well, you've obviously been corrupted. Well, sir, um, I don't agree with everything that comes on mm -hmm. on the air, and just, I think you just agree some casually with some of the satanic stuff, and and you you just casually agree with Satan. Well, you know, I don't agree with everything Satan does. I don't agree with the fact that Satan inhabits the bodies of serial killers and tortures people. But no, you know, some of the things that Satan does is all right. Is that what you're saying? No, that, that you can be a, a sometimes Christian? No, sir, but a I cannot, Christian. sir, I cannot apply the same standards to non-Christians as to other Christians. Oof, that, will, that, that got heated quick. Dude, and that is almost every single call because everyone's calling up to tell JC that he's a, a dick and right. JC and starts screaming at them. Yeah. Well, like, like we've said, these listeners have an emotional connection to art. Mm -hmm. I mean, anyone you listen to multiple hours a night for weeks, months, years you have an emotional connection to these people, right? There are people that I listen to on podcasts. I don't know what they look like. I have no idea what they look like, but like I have an emotional connection to them. Mm -hmm. To a voice in my ear that I listen to on a weekly basis. And so, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people did call up and were like, stop being mean to art. Well, and what JC is turning into is basically the heel. Like, he is right. the guy that everyone's there to yell at and not like. Oh, and he loves it. I'm sure he loves it. That's the thing about heels, dude. They want to be the heel. Yeah, because it, it's enjoyable for them. They love the hate, you know? And I think in the yeah. end, JC's just a giant troll. Like, he's here to troll right. and, and just have a good time. Uh, so we have another caller that kind of reminded me of the Big Lebowski a little bit. So I wanted to include this one. It's not hell. That's the fire of the Lord. Well, number one, I think Art is very level-headed. I enjoy his uh -huh. programs immensely. And uh, I, I might be one of those new-age people you talk about, but I'm yeah, 47 like years old. I'm from the rock and roll era. Not yeah. a doggone thing wrong with me. Yeah, and except he's probably smoking. Well, there's nothing wrong with me. Oh, no, I listen to rock and roll. There's nothing wrong with me. Oh, no, don't sit under Star Trek. Doggone bit of good. You need to mellow out, man. No, no, you're the one who has the problem. No, you you're the one who has the problem. Man, I love rock and roll, man. Just mellow out, dude. Spark a dube. Go bowling. It's all good, bro. <laughs> you need to mellow out. That was my favorite, need, dude. This, yeah, that, guy, the, that guy was so awesome. <laughs> yeah, you need to mellow. I mean, that's just going to be me listening to, you know, 
the third iteration of George Nori in 30 years. Yeah. Just bro, man. Like, yeah, the government sucks, but you know, like lizards, dude. Come on, man. So JC continues on. He yells at a lot more callers. Um, and right. then he starts ranting about how he's anointed by God, which basically means he's a messiah, right? And that he right. has a main line to Jesus and God okay. and new revelation, all that good stuff. And then eventually Art closes out the interview after what I believe was about an hour long. He gave him a full hour? Yeah, he gave him an hour. Unbelievable, dude. I bet JC was at full mast. <laughs> One more thing. One last thing. That that you were all deluded by the devil. He has covered your eyes and clouded them in, in a mask of evil and distortion and you better get God and Jesus in your life or you're gonna burn simple as that see you later JC (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks JC that was a good hour buddy (laughs) sure we'll be hearing from you soon (laughs) and they do don't worry Um, oh my gosh that was the first time that JC was allowed to stay on the air as a quote-unquote guest after calling in uh, it happened three times total. Okay. <laughs> so there are multiple... All with art? All with art? Uh, I believe um, one or two of them was with Nori. Oh, really? Nori yeah, gave so Nori... multiple? Yeah, Nori let him do it too. Nori loved that he hated art so much. <laughs> no, no, uh, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to the Nori ones. Nori loved art back in the day. Yeah. Before they had their blood feud. So that's a little taste of of what you're going to continue to get here, Chris, is JC screaming at people. Yes. Yes. I'm picking that up. So jumping forward, there were a couple more calls, but on May 9th, 1997, like I'd mentioned before, JC manages to get on with Willie Nelson and also blames Art for the Heaven's Gate suicides at the same time. West of the Rockies, you're on the air with Willie Nelson. Good morning. Yes, yes, it would figure that you would have on your program a dope-smoking, tax-dodging, government-hating hippie. That would figure for you, one who was murdered, not 39, but now 43 people, who you sent to their dooms by watching a comet. Uh, Willie, this is a fellow named J.C. He features himself to be a preacher. Country and Western, but you give it a bad name. Well, how about someone like Hank Williams, who sings good songs about the heartland? <laughs> this is J.C. features himself to be a preacher, Willie. Oh, he's, uh, he's doing great. Willie, he thinks I'm the Antichrist. Well, you've murdered. Your body count's piling up. You can't say that you're... This I mean, you're not. Morality he, he's, he's talking about the Heaven's Gate suicides. And you're trying to dodge blaming that. Blaming that on me. Oh, you're trying to dodge I, that. You know, I, I didn't know whether you did it or not, Art. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Willie is stony baloney for this interview, dude. This is at 2 or 3 a.m. in the morning. Willie is on his third joint. Dude, that was honestly top form from Willie Nelson. That was one of the better comebacks he could have had to this. I don't know if you did or didn't, Art. (laughs) I wasn't sure. I'm not 100% sure about that, Art. (laughs) I love, he's doing a great job. (laughs) Well, and I I thought it was interesting because Art Bell, he usually wouldn't talk about the Heaven's Gate stuff, um, especially not soon after it happened. Uh, So it was like an interesting, like, you know, a joke being made about it when, you know, in reality, I think it was something that 
did bother him a lot and that he was kind of concerned about like how it looked in the public eye. Well, and he's talking to Willie Nelson. And, I'm sure one art loved Willie. Yeah. Right. And two, there's always going to be a, a premium to give famous people information that they don't have. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, Oh, well here, let me catch you up. Willie on what's going on here. Right. What he's mm -hmm. talking about. So, yeah. you know what I mean? That that's just a natural thing that even for us, art is famous. Right. But for art, Willie is famous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, if you're curious, if art was responsible for the deaths of the Heaven's Gate cult, go listen to our three part series on it. We got to we spent we hours. Did it. We already did it. We, we spent hours discussing it. that one. So go find that. We it's, figured it's, it out. We figured it out. We do not leave you hanging like the History Channel or the Discovery Channel. We tell you the answer at the end. Oh, yeah. We we make a stand, dude, for sure. Yeah. And we, uh, we always will. We, it may not be the right stand sometimes, but we always will make a stand. It's almost certainly wrong, but we, we take a stand. We will make a mountain out of a molehill. And I will people. die on that hill. I will always yeah, die we, in the hill. <laughs> we will die on that molehill. The smaller, the better. Um, all right. So next up, we have JC calling in. We're still in 1997, and he's claiming that Art Bell has been trying to assassinate him. You know what? You know what? I'm actually glad. I'm glad to hear you're still alive. I was actually concerned for you. I have been trying to get through, and you, 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 who have made the tip upon my life, would not allow me to get through. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. That's entirely new. What do you mean... I made an, an attempt on your life. My brakes on my truck were cut, and I checked him not too long before I went out. And when I took him to the mechanic, he said that they were not cut. He said that, that, that I was just simply out of flow, but I know what happened. They were cut, and he was working with them inside the conspiracy, and he reattached it before I could get the chance to prove that there was an attempt made on my, on my life by the, by the New World Order and the Satanists and the Canadian invasion. The fact that, that uh, and speaking of the Canadians, the fact that there is no Canadian aggression, you mocked me by saying that there is no Canadian aggression. Look what they did. They, they took our fishing boats hostage. It was a prelude to an invasion. I they, did not cut your brake lines. I did not cut them. <laughs> you, you, yes, you did. This is the first time that I've listened where I'm like, this is a guy who is playing a bit. Yep. Yeah. This is really the first the 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 other ones I was like, okay, I can kind of see him just being kind of a crazy person. And then he he realizes that he has all these people listening to him. And maybe, you know, somebody around town said, oh, JC, I heard you on the radio the other day. And so now he knows that he has an audience. And so that kind of made the natural progression of of the bit. Right. Mm hmm. This is the first time where I'm like, this is definitely a guy playing a bit. Yeah, because it's it gets more and more extreme as time goes on is the thing. Right. It starts out yeah. just like Art Bellier of the devil, and then it turns into the satanic uh, cabal with the Canadians and the New World Order cut my brake lines, but my mechanics lied to me about it. <laughs> yeah, and not <laughs> like only that, the, mechan the mechanic was in on it. Yeah, like that's silly. That's yeah. pretty silly. <laughs> The mechanic was in with the New World Order Canadian conspiracy. Well, and the other bit, too, is he says that my mechanic says I was out of brake fluid, but I know it was all of them who cut my lines and he replaced it. Like, that's, that's right. That's clearly doing a joke. Yeah, that's a bit. <laughs> dude. That's a huge bit. Very yeah. funny. It's very, funny. very funny. <laughs> it's a pretty funny little bit there. There was some good stuff there. 
And uh, I, I do, I am loving the art bit of going to Satan voice. Yeah, yeah. He loves to that, do that. Yeah, that's a really, <laughs> I was getting worried about you, JC. <laughs> <laughs> oh all right what what's next all right so uh so jc disappears for a bit and he actually comes back in again uh so this is he he goes through phases like there's a year where he calls in 10 times and then there's a year where he calls in once so you never really know when you're getting jc right well he's just too busy being god's 10-star general sometimes it's it's a very busy job right jc is a very special person we haven't heard from him in uh Oh, it's been at least a year, maybe more. Here's J.C. if he if he waited. Yes, I'm, I'm still here. I am not going to give up. And I'm go- I want to get one of those night visions because you've been stalking me and creeping around in my bushes. Stalking and, you? Uh, yes, harassing me, calling my phone at no, all that, hours of the morning. That's an, that's an outright lie. You know, I remember you said you, you thought I was calling you, didn't you? Someone's been calling me. Well, it hasn't been me. And I don't know, frankly, who would voluntarily call you at all. Lots of people because they're looking for guidance. What kind of directing them to me? This is a funny guy playing a great bit, and I Mm. think that's what he must have done is told him that there are two pillars to this man. Mm -hmm. Loves his government, loves his God. Yeah, and then Art clearly is in on it, right? Because I think he loves the crazy callers. So I don't think he even right. cares if it's real. I'm like, he's like, this is a funny guy to interact this, with. Yeah, this is a funny bit yeah. of this guy thinking that I am trying to kill him to stop him from promoting his ideas about the new world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his his new revelation about how his new revelation. Yeah, right. Yeah. So and then so here's this next clip. Uh it's where he talks about hell being a boiling pit of sewage, which is another one of the JC trademarks. Do you really believe that people will burn in hellfire and brimstone and all that? You believe all that? I'll tell you there's a very special place for your listeners, Art, and it's vats and huge pits of boiling sewage where their skin will be taken off and they'll be dipped in salt and thrown into the boiling sewage vats. Yes, it's fire and and, and, and gnashing of teeth and wringing of hands and all horrible manner of things. Yes, I believe in hell. Uh, well, a, a, a true Christian would be preaching love and forgiveness. I like the fire better than I did the boiling pits of sewage. <laughs> yeah, boiling pit of sewage. Not even Dante came up with that. Yeah, and at, at one point, uh, he starts to claim that his email address is boilingpitsofsewage at yahoo.com. <laughs> Only like AOL or Netscape would have made that better. Yeah. So uh, he gets really into it. And I, I know people are going to be wondering, I have emailed boiling pits of sewage at yahoo.com bounces back. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. I don't know if it ever was an email address, but it's certainly not now. Not anymore. Well, we better mm-hmm. go ahead and pick that one up though, dude. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> is Yahoo yeah. still a thing? <laughs> I don't have any idea. Sure. I'm sure it is. Yep. So, all right, we, we got, you know, his, his second revelation. We got the boiling pits of sewage. These are all the classics. We got to get to Clamp. We haven't talked about Clamp yet. We haven't talked about Clamp yet. I have never, you've never allowed me to speak about my cause. I run Clamp, the Christian Legion against media pornography. Hallelujah. Uh, so you're leading uh, a sort of a charge against. Yes, I am. Uh-huh. The Christian Legion against media pornography in Hollywood is the stronghold of the pornographers. And there's more pornographization in our media than just than just sex. 
if you've ever seen the food shows that are coming out of Hollywood, uh, where, they, where they garnish you... all these food and dress it up and make it look all succulent and interesting. Dude, I love that he has an old school idea of what pornography means. <laughs> where the like, food network is pornographic. <laughs> yes. Yes, dude. That's very that's old school Bible, dude, where it's like because that's gluttony, mm -hmm. right? And that's a sin and like envy, right? And so all these shows about like rich people and their luxuries and their handbags and all that crap like makeup shows and stuff that's pornography too and nope. it's not just like naked people having sex he's talking about the 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 gratification of our senses through television and through media being pornography dude that's good stuff well that's what he's fighting against chris i may have to join clamp if if it existed, I would send you the details, but I'm yeah. pretty sure it was all made up. Ah, uh, sorry guys, I was gonna put it in the show notes, but yeah. if I find it, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, it doesn't seem to to be a thing. Uh, and then at this point in this this same show, Art and uh, JC devolve into threatening to fight each other, and I think this is the most angry that that they've actually gotten on the show. Call me a coward! How dare you! I think we ought to settle this like men with our fists. Really? At the time. You want, you want, to, fight, you want to fight, Jesse? Uh, out behind the woodshed? Yeah. Anytime, Mr. Bell. All right, as long as my back is in condition, JC, okay. I'm ready for you, brother. You are a Oh, yeah, liar. come, come. You get, are the coward. Come get a piece of me, JC. You're the liar. You're the coward. And I was talking about the media pornographization of food. It sounds like Art was playing with the bit. I didn't think that Art was getting actually angry. There were some points in the conversation where I think he was getting angry. Um, and okay. there have been ones where he's kind of gotten angry with them. And there have been ones where he just hangs up on JC. Right. Uh, well, you but, would have to. Yeah. I mean, you would just. The, JC's never going to hang up the phone. Yeah, and there was there was one uh, episode where I think this was back in '97 where JC took the bit way too far, and it was talking about how we need to like have ovens to throw in like minorities and stuff. Oh, and Art God. was basically just like, "You're being Hitler," and like just cut it off. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to yeah. stop that. You got to yeah. Stop so that. I, I've cut around some of that stuff, but like, so it is there, and it's it's mostly earlier on in a lot of ways. Um, and then later on, it's just he, it's more of a, a goofy bit, um, uh, by like right. the late 2000s. Well, he figured, you know, typical shock jock, he was figuring out where his line was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where, where should I not cross? And it's like, yeah, going yeah. Adolf Hitler is usually a line you don't cross. But... Yeah. Everyone's going to think the food channel being pornography is pretty funny. But when you start talking about putting human beings into ovens, that's really going to turn a lot of people off very quickly. Yeah. Well, going back to some of the funnier bits, one of them was that uh, the Soviet Union had a massive conspiracy in 1998 to uh, take over the world. Wait, in 1998? In 1998. The Soviet Union's been gone for years at the, that point. Yep, yep. <laughs> okay, all right, just making sure. Programs designed to subvert America in the coming war. This is by the Soviet Union, who exists. No, the Soviet Union doesn't exist anymore. You see, you are a 
sucker, Mr. Mail, because you have been suckered. But you had a mouthpiece for the Soviet Union so and the Red Canadian Alliance. And the Canadian Alliance. Uh, you the, won't allow me to have my say. You, are you, you won't allow me to speak. Uh, yes, I will. Are you saying the Canadians are allied with the Soviets who don't exist against us now? <laughs> Look at the Canadian flag. What is on the Canadian flag? A maple leaf. No, it's a pot leaf. It's a what? It's a pot leaf. A pot leaf? You, uh, is, you, you really believe this, huh? Hundred percent. One hundred. Hundred percent. I love that. I love that. In his mind, he's equalizing a pot leaf with the Soviet Union, who I'm pretty sure had very stringent drug laws. Yeah, they did, and they had been gone for a long time at this point. None of it makes any sense. <laughs> I love the Canadian alliance, though. Who are they allied with other than the Soviet Union? It's just the Canadians and the Soviets? Well, earlier he said that uh, Mexico and Spain oh, were right. also in on it, you're along right. with, yes. with and the, the UK. UK. Right, so, yes. There's a All lot right. of people. There, there's the alliance that's building. It's interesting that he's put Canada first in that that lineup of of countries. Well, I think this goes back to the bit because it's the dumbest right. one to put as like the threat yeah. to America is Canada. Like, yeah, no, no one's gonna think that. <laughs> Even more so than the Soviets. Yeah, yeah. Who were our actual enemies during the Cold War? Yeah, that's classic, dude. That's so good. All right, what else we got? All right, so we're we're moving forward to 2004, right? All right, so we're um, jumping. And this is introducing a very important figure in J.C. Lore, which is a woman named Edna, who he claims is his disciple. Okay. To say, and I know you have been You know, I, I have a few things I want to say to you, too. I've been hearing from your aunt or some relation of yours by email, and they've been downright absolutely insulting emails. He is a disciple of mine, and I will not... Since I will not dirty myself by getting on the devil's eye, the, the pornography machine. That's internet. a disciple of she yours? Works, she works for me. Yeah, I knew She's it. She's a disciple of me. Yeah. Yes, Edna Pringle. Edna you, Pringle. You leave her alone. And you're, you've been sending her I, I, I'm, I'm objecting. I, I'm telling you, Edna's emails are very insulting. And I, I do believe that I, I'm sure, and I'm sure that Edna is connected genetically to you without question. How dare you insult my family's. My, my family's genetic lineage. So he's definitely Edna Pringle, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. The Edna existing is, is relatively slim. Um, okay. All and right. He expands a bit on Edna here. And yeah, once again, very sexist, everything that he does. I love that he had to make up one disciple. It was just one person. There's only like one he, that's mentioned. Even, even he could see... That having a bunch of disciples, no one would buy that. So there yeah. only could be one person. And I swear to God, he looked in his cabinet when he was naming this person and was just like, oh, Pringles. Yeah, uh, take Edna out Pringles. the S. Edna Pringle. That's it's not a bad uh not a bad viewpoint there, Chris. All right, so jumping into as as he expands on that a little bit. Edna's a good lady who knows her place, who walks behind the man and keeps her mouth shut. No women need to get in the kitchen and off the battlefield. We wouldn't be having atrocities and humiliations like that. And they're trying to pin it on our wonderful administration, the administration that God... I hope there. that Edna is listening to this right now. 
Edna is in the other room. <laughs> what she has been told. <laughs> I have told her she is. In fact, Edna right now is finishing up some of the dishes from the compound. And when Edna's done with that, Edna's going to finish you up, JC. You know, it's funny that this kind of thinking is really making a comeback with like the trad wife uh, discourse and stuff like that. The uh, people going back to Catholicism and wanting like much more conservative leanings and stuff like, like that kind of thinking has really made a comeback. And you said what? This was 04? Yeah, this was 04. Yeah, dude. He he was just a little too early. Yeah, well, yeah. So he he does that stuff a lot too, specifically talking about women. Um, maintains a very was... sexist track uh, at all times. It's kind of just play. It's so funny because it's like shocking to hear that. Like I, mm-hmm. I like actually revulsed a little bit and like you know i was trying not to laugh hysterically but it is it's just it's kind of funny because you don't like that is so you can't even make the joke anymore right yeah and it's like you said this is very much a a guy calling in to to like a shock jock right he's trying to shock people by saying the most ridiculous thing and edna actually has a really long story arc reaction yeah, Edna Edna has a very long story arc that we're going to get into. It's only through the emails and JC that we know of Edna, right? There's no other no other person or anything else makes a connection that Edna exists. We will get a call from Edna here in a bit, but we got to get to 2008 We for will. That. Okay. We will. We're in 2005 okay. right now. So in 2005, right. JC calls George Norrie for the first time. Go to our wild card line. You are on the air. Where are you calling from? I am not calling from deep below the center of the earth. And, Mr. Norrie, it is time to pay the fiddler. You have been claiming that I have been ducking you, and this is as your greatest fears have been confirmed. James oh, West no. Scott's general in the war on media pornography. And now I have you too, bugging now me. You must face me. And I'm going to tell you something. I have never hey, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, you, you got to talk. Talk like a human being. Don't I am a human being. Don't you insultate me. I'm more human than you. You think so? So he did not call into George Norrie for a very long time, I think for like two or three years, and then finally shows up. Okay. All right, and he was like, everyone says I'm ducking Nori. Mm-hmm. I'm about to give Nori a full blast to the 10-star general. Yeah, so now we got Art Bell doing the show like on some weekends, right, on some Sundays and stuff. So JC will call into Art and call into Nori. Right. He's so now they're both, both getting it. Yeah, now yeah, everyone's got to hit them both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the lore is kind of spread out, honestly. Um, So on October 14th, 2005, he calls into George Norrie's show to talk about how Edna ran away from him. Because oh. there is an emergency situation here. This is you JC. know what I'm talking about. No. You know who this is. Uh, I know who you are, but this I don't know God. what the emergency situation this is. God's is. 10 star show. You do too know. No, I don't know. Edna has gone AWOL. What happened? And I know to that her? you and Art Bell are responsible for this. We've we've captured her, JC. Yes. Yes, she fled the compound with about $10,000 of the Lord's money, and now we don't know where she is, and I know you are harboring her. She wanted to get away from you, J.C. Do you blame her? She she ran off with someone she met in your chat rooms on your stream link, and, and this is what happened because I knew the dirty Internet would corrupt her. You mean 
Edna has run off with one of my Streamlink members? I presume so. That's what the evidence points to. With $10,000? one of your chat rooms. Dude, George sounding good. Yeah, right? <laughs> George sounding really, really good. He's quick. He's on it. He's responding properly and like in a good radio way. Dude, sounds beautiful. I'm liking George a lot here, dude. 04 George, 05 George. Strong stuff. Well, and I think what people do a lot of times too um, is they compare Art Bell who was in his like 50s, right? In the 90s when he right. was doing the show to George Norrie today. And George Norrie is in his 70s now. So like he is a lot slower. If you listen to the old Norrie, Norrie was much more on his game. Now that's not to yeah. say he was ever art level, but he was on his game. Dude, 2023 Biden versus 20 or 1980 Biden. Yeah, same exact thing. It's not, it's not even the same realm. 1980s Biden was... Super funny, but on purpose. Right. 2020 Biden is funny, but not on purpose. But <laughs> you know it's I mean? also sad. And you're like, somebody please just sit this man down in an old folks home, put an old like record on and let this man eat ice cream. He seems for the so the remainder tired. of his time. He's so please. tired. <laughs> man announces for president and can't even give a live interview anymore. Yeah. They just release a video. He's not so, even moving. He doesn't even move in the video. He sits in a chair the whole time. I'm, I'm reeling you in. We got to get through these clips. <laughs> we got to get through the story of Edna, dude. All right. Okay. So JC needs help finding Edna, and he's trying to recruit like Nori in, in art. I am listening. I, need, I don't know how to find Edna Pringle. I don't know where she is. I know because there are people in your audience that agree with me, and I need them to send an email to boiling pits of sewage at yahoo.com, boiling pits of sewage, so that if they see Edna. Because, listen, she was listening to rock and roll music. I should have known a week ago when I walked in, in her on her room, in her room, and she was sitting there listening. Listen to the, she was listening to the Pointer Sisters, the, the, the song, I am so excited, I can't hide it, I'm going to lose control when I think I like it. What do you think that message is sending to children? She was last seen on the back of a motorcycle with some biker doing obscene gestures at all of us. Were you in love with her? No, I'm not in love with her. The Christian Legion against media pornography does not allow for you to leave. That's the second clip where I'm like, this is definitely a bit. The Pointer Sisters. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. <laughs> and Edna, who's 83 years old, by the way, an 83-year-old woman, leaves on the back of a motorcycle while flipping off the compound. That's not That's real. That's so good. Yeah. That's so funny, dude. And that he remembered boiling pits of sewage at yahoo.com. Like what? I mean, this is like a few years later after that, right? Yeah. I think it's been a bit since he initially said it, but yeah, yeah dude, that's hilarious. So, and I, I, what I like about this too, is that he, I think he leaned a bit too heavy into like the super shitty person thing, like with all yeah. the sexism and racism stuff. So I, I kind of like this narrative arc of all the bad things that are, that are happening to our boy JC, right? Cause it's almost like right. yeah, you deserved it. You were really mean. Yeah. Obviously dude, it's all he, fake, but it's like you were, you know, mean to this in, in the narrative to Edna. Now she's abandoned you when you're super upset about it. Yeah, dude. He's creating a narrative story arc. <laughs> yeah. it's It kind of works in a way. I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> Listen, it makes more sense than a lot of television shows today. 
So that was 2005. We're going to jump ahead to 2007 when Art Bell is guest hosting uh, on the weekends because he's he's like semi-retired now. He just comes on every once in a while. And uh, Edna Pringle actually calls in. First time caller line, you're on the air. Hi. Yes, hi. Uh, Art Bell? Yes. Uh, hello, this is Edna P. Pringle. Oh, my God. And Edna Pringle. I I just wanted to tell you that I'm very sorry for those nasty things I wrote to you, and uh, I was under the influence of J.C., and I was not thinking clearly. Yes, well, uh, J.C., um, let's see, I spoke with him uh, oh, about a week ago, and he was under the impression that very shortly you were going to be back at the compound with him. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to ask you also, um, it's an honor speaking with you, but um, would you accept my apology? Well, of course I would. Yes, you you wrote some uh, yes. disturbing things um, uh, to me, but I, but, but I understand you were under, under the influence of, of, of J.C., of course. Dude, I can't explain that at all. That, to me, sounds like a voice actor man pretending to be a little old lady. Uh that's oh, so this is Edna Pringle. I'm so sorry. I dude, I kinda it sounds like now I I I, I think you're right that they are doing a voice, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's a dude. I do believe that is a female. Then uh, maybe what also it, what it could also be is um, that's an interesting point though about it being that somebody's just taking a bit that's already been going on mm-hmm. and projecting on it. They probably listened to the episode mm-hmm. that JC called in when Art did it and was just like, "Oh, the next time I call in, I'm going to pretend to be Edna Prinkle." Yeah, which I think is also a possibility because, yeah. like, like I said, he's been on you know seventy to eighty times. Like people who listen to Art Bell and George Norrie know JC. So like they someone adding JC, onto the they bit. They know Edna, right. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's great add on, you know, keep building publicly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, next up we have a call from 2015. So uh, he calls into midnight in the desert, which is Art Bell's new show that he started running. Art Bell had thought that he was dead um, or that he had just like disappeared. Right. And, and he finally calls into to midnight in the desert. You're on the air. This is midnight. Hello. Let me speak to Mr. Bell immediately. Oh, my God. Is it really? Is this Art Bell? It is. So uh, he's called back in uh, and starts yelling at Art Bell about how Art Bell's pornographic and how dare he and all that good stuff. Right, right. All the classics. Art yeah. Art is probably so excited. I think he really is. I think he's like, oh my God, he's back. I miss this yeah. guy, this this yeah. crazy man. So he, he inquires what happened to Edna because it's 2015. You know, she's been missing for over a decade now or almost right. a decade, I think. The Lord commanded JC, take us a bride. A bride? And what yes. happened? Wait, wait, what happened to Edna? Where? Who? I'm sorry, who? I'm not sure who. Oh, the woman who stole $10,000 of the Lord's money from J.C. Webster ran off with the bikers and got into the shootout in Waco. Yeah, she caused that. That's what she's up to, that no good corruptizer. But you're trying to get me off the topic of my bride, my newfound love. <laughs> he sounds a whole lot older here. He, he sounds a lot older. I mean, it's yeah. we, we've gone from 96 to 2015, so... That can be a big 10 years, depending on your age. Right. He's still got the bit down, though. 
He's still doing it. And the funny thing is, so I actually looked this up uh, about two or three months before this call in Waco. There was a shootout with a biker gang. So this is him continuing the bit about Edna getting on the back of a motorcycle right. and riding away is that there's a motorcycle gang shootout at a Twin Peaks that he's referencing oh in this call. Oh, my God. Yeah. He forgot her name. He forgot her name. Yeah, I think he might have foreseen and, and that and that and that is establishment of the bit. Yeah, right? yeah. So next up, he then proposes live on air to his new love named Kim. I would like to get here on my knee and say to you, this is to you, Kim Davis. Will you marry me? Oh, matrimony. Oh. oh yes. Yes, Mr. Bell. A union. Uh, uh, this is what the Lord wanted. He called me to the wilderness to explicitly command me to take her as a bride. So you are now proposing on the air to Kim. On the air to Kim Davis. If you, anyone who, who knows her, just call her <laughs> and play her this tape. Play her the cassette and let her know. She wasn't even there. <laughs> no. He, he said was... call her up and play her the tape. He was proposing to her online where she wasn't listening and didn't listen to the show. That's yeah. so perfect. That's so good. The bits got more innocent as time went on. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, he just, he was getting old, dude. He couldn't yeah. do the, the fire and brimstone preacher anymore. Yeah, he really could. I mean, that's hard to keep up, man. There's it's a reason hard why preachers to keep retire, up. you know? Yeah. Sweating, dude. You go yeah. go to a southern church during a revival, dude. Those preachers are up there, buckets of sweat. That's true, man. That's true. So for our last clip, Chris, the the last verified sighting of J.C. Webster the Third, God's Ten Star General, that I was able to find was from 2020 when uh, it was right after the coronavirus started. Uh, he called in to George Norrie. There has been one that was more recent, uh, but most people think that it was an imposter. So this is what I'm going to claim is the last one. Let's go to our wild card line. Welcome to the program. Hello there. How dare you, George? J.C. Webster. This is J.C. Webster III, God's 10-star general in the war against the China virus. And I'm not going to call it anything but the China virus. Don't try to put that over on me, but i got to tell you something now, George. Go for you it. Gotta, you got to give up Edna's location for me because i got to bring her home. She's 83 years old. She smokes. She drinks. Is she she's still gone? Old. She's still gone? Yes. With the biker, you know, George, where she is, but she's vulnerable. All our old folks are vulnerable right now, and we gotta, we got to watch out for each other, George. we got to watch out especially for them old Well, folks. but J.C., she sent us a note that said she just didn't want to be with you anymore. But she doesn't know any better. She's got to come under the bunker. J.C. has the old Cold War fallout shelter. Don't tell nobody. Going after the China virus. Old J.C., dude. He really... He really connected the whole thing for me right there. There you go. That really, that brought it together. So that's our little bookend. J.C. Webster III, God's 10 Star General, still looking for Edna, the person that's been 83 for 15 years. Yeah. So <laughs> Edna Pringle, dude. She went vampire mode in the worst time as a mm -hmm. senior. Yep. Just that's riding around on the don't spikes. want to be a vampire, dude. You do not want to be an 83-year-old vampire. Terrible time. You want to get bit when you are like, what, 17? We, like said, we said 24, I think, is the perfect age. 
Oh, that's true. We we've already discussed this. You're right. Yeah, it's already been discussed. We're already on top of this. Well, Chris, that was J.C. Webster. Um, I mean, scale of uh, one to ten stars from God. What do you what do you give this guy? I'm giving whoever J.C. Webster is gets a ten. It, he is a ten star general. The man is legitimately a ten star general because to, to what an insane person. What an absolutely insane person to run a bit for 30 years. Mm -hmm. That's madness. That's actual madness. And also at the same time, very hilarious. Oh my God. I'm just going to call a late night radio about conspiracy and paranormal activities on and off for 30 years mm -hmm. wow that's a that's a 10 star man dude i'm just i'm shocked it was funny like you said he was he was doing a shock jock thing for us mm -hmm. right and and when he did dude he would respond to to towing over the line and we do get him pulling it back mm-hmm all right, maybe that was too crazy. Yeah. Maybe that one was a little too insane. Maybe I need to step it back a little bit. And you're right. He did like kind of, he 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 rounded the edges over time because he was learning. Yeah. I think that's exactly what was happening. I think he was learning, like you said, where the line was, what yeah. he should or should not do. And like, I think once he, he landed on the Edna bit, I think it got such a good response yeah. that he just kept it going because right. he's like, no, this is the thing. And then, and then yeah. you get to a certain point in 2020, you can't do anything else. Yeah. I don't even know what to rate this guy, dude. I've listened to so much of this shit. It's melted my brain. Uh, I'm just going to opt out entirely. <laughs> uh, but I, I will say, cause back to what we had said, Clamp, as far as I can tell, Clamp does not have any sort of digital presence. I don't believe right. it exists. The only thing that you can find is a Facebook page for Clamp that someone was posting the same pictures over and over and over again for about a year and a half on, claimed to be JC. It was started in 2015, right around the time when Art restarted Midnight in the Desert, and okay. it died. There's not been a single post since four months after Art Bell died. So okay. my guess is, if this really was JC, he was doing it exclusively for Art's benefit, and then once Art died, he he didn't care anymore. Yeah, right. Yeah, he so. just gave up the bit. Interesting. Yeah. Very and interesting. He's never showed up anywhere except Coast to Coast AM, as far as I can tell. So I think it points wow. to a bit. That's what it did. It's just a bit. Yep. It was just, and my dude just, he kept doing it every, for years, dude. Dude, for there's years. like six hours of audio clips from like 2005 to 2020 that I didn't even touch really. Right. There's so much more yeah. of this guy. It was going to be all George, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was the show. I, I, I hurt my brain, but that's okay. Well, and you know, what's also insane is that like at the most, these would have been three to five minute clips, mm -hmm. right? Like he only got an hour, a couple of times, right? Yeah, yeah, it was only a handful of times that he was actually invited on as a guest, but yeah, he they weren't very long most of the time. Right, and so yeah. you have to put together six hours 
five minutes at a time. And one of the things that uh, people have said to point to this actually being staged by art in some way was the fact that he has been able to get on so many times when Coast is actually, especially during Art State, was kind of hard to get on to. Right. Um, but so it was like, well, how is this guy getting through so much? Right. Which I always thought yeah. was kind of an interesting argument. But the argument against that is that he's just a crazy person who really wanted to do this and kept calling it. So there's yeah. a couple different ways to look at it. <laughs> There were probably periods where he was calling in every single night and just was not getting through. And there were there were periods where he wasn't getting on uh, and there were no there's no record of him for like, you know, he got on once in a year. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Who knows, man? Who knows? Well, that is our episode. I think we ran a little long today, Chris, but uh, had to get through JC. We had to do it. Yeah, dude. That that was episode 50, dude, that the the listeners deserve it. Dude, and happy episode 50. I don't think we started with that. We didn't, but happy episode 50, bud. Well, it's been real. Uh, We'll see you uh, for episode 51 next week. All conspiracy, all the time. Later.